0: What's up, brother, sister, legend. This is a very special episode, and I'd love to bring on this guest. However, he's not here anymore, which is my um, older brother, Alan Todd Morgan. And 364 days ago, he passed away. It's the 5th of November today, Sunday, and tomorrow is his one-year anniversary of his passing, and... I wanted to do a special episode today because I was went away for the weekend with my wife. It's uh, our eight years of being together and our five years of being married, our anniversary. And so I whisked her away and went up to the Mossman River in the Daintree. And it was epic, beautiful. And uh, we were away and just really um, spending some time together in our relationship. And... Yeah, just was reflecting on it being one year and having a conversation with uh, Christy, my wife. And um, I'm going down to Sydney to be with my family tomorrow or we're going this afternoon. And uh, so we're gonna all be together on this, yeah, this sad day uh, when my brother passed away. And Christy was just asking me some questions and it just got me sort of talking and thinking. And yeah, I really, yeah, deep, a deep release and uh, shed a lot of tears and his presence is felt, and um, his presence is missed. Yeah, I love my brother so much. And I think it's not until someone, you're faced with the, the potential of their death or their death that you really realize how much you love um, someone, especially someone so close, like your brother, your mother, your father, your sibling, or someone that's so close to you in your life. Like my brother was, when I was born, he was there. You know, he was a older brother, he was three years older than me. So, you know, from, he was there when I, first came into the world and um, so to see him leave the world, uh, it was it was a lot and he was diagnosed with cancer. and yeah, I'll get into the story in a second, but long story short, um, as we were away, I thought, fuck, I said, why don't I release brother a track that I uh, wrote for him tomorrow? And so which this podcast should be out a few a few days after that uh, on the Wednesday, I believe or maybe the following week. Yeah, I think it would be the following week. And I wanted to just, yeah, share a little bit about the backstory and uh, release the track on the podcast. And so, yeah, it was a couple of years ago. It must have been about three years ago. I think it was about two years before he passed away. And I got a call from him and I was driving. And um, I think he tried to call me. Maybe I called him back and I was just driving. I was like, oh, I'll call him when I get in the car. I jumped in the car. I was driving with my wife. And um, yeah, he goes, are you driving? I said, yeah. He goes, can you pull over? And as soon as he said that, I was like, fuck. And uh, so I pulled over and, um, yeah, he shared that he was um, being diagnosed with cancer. And, you know, there's many varying types of cancer. And I wasn't sure if, you know, the severity of it, but by the sound of his voice, he sounded um, pretty concerned. And so, yeah, I was shocked, really hit me hard. My brother lived on the other side of Australia and um, it was during... During COVID times and so, you know, he was in in WA, I was in uh New South Wales. It wasn't possible to go over with the, the lockdowns and, you know, without quarantining for a couple of weeks and all this crazy stuff. And so, you know, I just wanted to go over there and see him and give him a hug. And um but that we couldn't go over there, it was just wasn't really possible with everything that was going down, which made it really challenging. And so, uh, he started some treatment and um, you know, I just sort of said to him, bro, like, listen, man, if I'm here I'm here for you, you know, support you through through whatever happens. Um, you know, and if that I really want you to live and you know, I'd love to see you survive and and you know, if that means that you're gonna pass, then I'm here for that as well. I'm here for you. Well, whatever whatever direction this journey goes and whatever it takes you. And, you know, me being deep in personal development and um personal empowerment and um healing, I was like, fuck, there must be a way I can help him, you know, like I've learned so many things and I've heard so many stories of, you know, people healing cancers and having amazing transformations and things like that. And uh, so I was reading, I was actually reading a David Goggins book at the time, um, You Can't Hurt Me, I think it's called, and it's pretty hardcore. And I sent it to and I was like, man, read this, like this will give your inspiration that anything's possible. Anyway, I was talking to a friend of mine, and uh, Deus, and uh, he said, oh, maybe check out Joe Dispenza. <laughs> and I was like, oh, yeah, that's a good idea, because he, he like really... Specialises in the area of cancer and uh, people with disease, and you know, helping people have the miraculous healings and things like that. So I, yeah, bought one of his books, his audio books, and I also bought it for my brother. Sent it to him. You are the placebo, and started listening to it, and I was like, holy shit! I was like, this is this really offers an alternate solution here, on alternate perspective. And so um, shared it with my brother, and uh, I also shared it with my family, and I said, hey guys, Alan's listening to this. Um, I'm listening to this and I, I feel really feel it can help us support him through this and give him the the right mindset to heal. And so shared it with my family. And I was also like, Man, if they read this, like this will be big for the whole family. And anyway, so we started listening to it and we, you know, got into the meditations and things like that and it wasn't long into it. My dad suggested that we do a A meditation a family meditation so we all gather together on online and we meditate with the intention to help my brother heal so that that's a great idea and so we uh yeah did a zoom call and uh we got on and then we we all meditated together with the intention and seeing my brother healed which was i was like fuck this is cool you know this is cool that we're doing this as a family like that's epic anyway so then it became a regular thing and so every week on a wednesday my siblings and my dad would gather for a meditation and then we're like, well, how about we get mom involved? And so mom and dad, you know, weren't really talking at this stage. I hadn't really talked much since, much since they split 26 years ago. And uh, so we do a meditation with my dad on a Wednesday and my siblings, and then my siblings and my mom on a Thursday every week. And my brother really got immersed in Joe Dispenza's work and he started like really focusing on um, healing. And, um you know, it got really immersed He ended up going to a, Joe Dispenza event in uh, San Diego, a seven-day retreat, had a really amazing experience there. And before that, uh, he was getting married. He decided to marry his um, fiance and uh, make her his wife. And they were getting married in um, WA. The borders had uh, opened up, the COVID thing had sort of dropped a little bit. And so we're all going over there for his wedding. And I was like, I just sort of started my my rap journey and I had a few different tracks and I was like I'd love to really write a song for my brother and I was working with a uh, coach Maya and uh, she was supporting me with just writing and you know really getting the emotion out and how I was feeling and also working with Johnny Sonic my producer and uh, so I just cleared my schedule I was going out for his wedding I thought oh, this would be an epic wedding gift like how about I write him a song so I just sat down and uh, just allowed this. Just allowed the raw emotion and how I was feeling come through, and uh, I wrote this song. And as I was writing, I was just I was in tears, and I wrote it probably over about three days. And it was it was epic, definitely the best song I had written. And just how it the story that it told, the emotion that it shared, and then also the healing that it provided for me and also my family. I think it was confronting for the family to hear my brother fit to hear just shared how you know the, the sadness and how challenging it was, and and uh, and it also shared my my hope, you know, my um, vision for the poss- possibility of him healing and um, having a breakthrough with his cancer because the doctor said that it was incurable. And so, you know, I've heard of many people that have had incurable diseases and they've healed them. And So, you know, that was my, I guess, my my, my hope and my vision for my bro. And I know he was he was tapping into that potential as well. And his his cancer markers started to go down and, you know, the tests started to look more positive and we we're like, holy fuck, brother, you're doing it, man. You're healing. And, um, you know, it just sort of seemed like he was... You know he wasn't working and he was really being himself and i can't say how he was feeling internally because you know i wasn't him and i wasn't in his body but you know it seemed like he had some some quality time with his with his children and his family and us and you know we all, it brought us all together and and uh yeah it was about two months before he passed away that he you know, it was just, it was a stomach cancer and it had his bowel had, it obstructed his obstructed his bowel and his bowel had twisted and so he went into hospital and uh and that was when shit got really real because it was like, holy fuck, like now he's in hospital. Like this isn't, this isn't looking good. And the cancer had spread. And so it had spread, but it, it also like called us all together. And so, yeah, all of a sudden there was my family. And, and I just, my wife was like, babe, just go. Cause I live in northern New South Wales and he was in Sydney. So I just got on the plane and went down there and just pretty much spent two months every day at the hospital. I'd come back here and there to see my family, but I'd just be back down there and spending time with my mum, my dad, my other, si- my sister, my other brother, Brett. And uh, my um, brother Alan and his family in hospital, and very confronting times, and um, just seeing him, you know, slowly fade away, and uh, and also really beautiful times it was I guess it was. I was saying to my wife the other day, like one of the most challenging times of my life, but also one of the most beautiful. Like just to to be there and just you know feel the love that I have for my brother and have for my whole family and you know how we all came together it was challenging you know I was everyone's that was bought the the best and the worst out of all of us and um but one of the the real blessings that came from it is uh my mum and dad as as mentioned before um hadn't really talked you know since they split up 26 years ago yeah my mum really couldn't forgive my dad and uh so there's a lot of tension and that was always really awkward even at the hospital awkward when both of them were there. There was a bit of like bickering and things like that. And then something switched and it was probably like maybe a month before my brother passed and uh, all of a sudden you just feel the energy was a bit different. It's like, oh, mum and dad are in the room and we'd be meditating in the hospital room. All of us, we'd be standing around my brother holding hands, meditating. And uh, I would play this song a few times for him at the hospital as well. And uh, it always make everyone cry. (laughs) Enough, that I was a good or a bad thing and yeah the energy shifted between my mum and dad and you know they they started talking and uh the day that my brother passed away we all caught up together and went out for breakfast and um we went back to my sister's house and uh, i remember it was for the first time i'd ever seen uh, my mum and dad for 26 years like since i was 12 in the same place together being themselves and being okay with each other being there you know, I guess as, as children, it's it's what you want your parents to be. You know, happy or, you know, it was always really hard for us. You know, them not you know being together or just being amicable. You know, and so I just just had this moment. I was like, my my you know, Arlen, my brother, would just be so proud, just so happy to to see that. You know, they've forgiven each other, and I'm so grateful that. You know, it really was my, my brother brother passing brought brought them back together. And you know, not that they're together together, but like you know, they're now. <laughs> They're able to be in a room without being super awkward. So, yeah, I love you, brother. And, yeah, I miss you, mate. Tomorrow's going to be a sad day. Can't believe, it, believe it's been a year. And it's time for the, the world to hear this track. And I'll play the track at the end of this song. There'll be a little clip, um, photos of my brother, that was taken from um, the video that was played a video that was played at his funeral. I also have another a song that I, I did of speech at his funeral, and I turned that into a song. And I'll release that soon. Um, I have another couple of songs that were really in memory of my brother as well that I've written. I was last um, since since he's passed away. This one I wrote before he passed away. So enjoy. Yeah, love your family because you never know when the day will come.
1: His voice is in the blues He said, hey bro, I got some bad fucking news I don't know how to really break it to ya I've been diagnosed with fucking cancer Silence, my heart stops Might I lose my brother, the tears drop I'm a pretty optimistic dude But my thoughts are filled with the thought of losing you Shit I can't even face Living in a world without your ugly face Just joking my dear brother Even though we take the piss we love each other Thinking of the pain of mum and dad The worst nightmare with the first son they had It's not gonna be an easy road bro A wife and two kids that you wanna see grow The hardest thing I ever had to face Can't imagine what it'd be like in your place The wheel of a man to live It's strong and miracles happen all along That's my wish for you, my brother There's plenty more summers having laughs with each other Reminiscing back when we kids Praying for a future that is positive
2: You make me feel like i losing control I've never been so high And just so you know
1: I've had friends close to me Battling and struggling with the dirty sea now it's been hard every time, but something deep hits when it is a bro of mine. Watching Mikey die was a big blow, that's why I'm here fighting for you bro. You've been there since the first day I was born, damn I'm so fucking torn. Reflecting back on them years, many crazy things as kids we did. parents that won't we'll talk to each other. Through the pain made us strong, giving us directions. Our parents love us all day long, that's no question. My main frustration is these restrictions, closing down borders for someone's sneezing. The real pandemic is these diseases. I could go on, but I'll save that for another song. This one is for you, my brother. I feel the presence of our lineage here, supporting. important. It couldn't have happened. The It's funny how we are so alike. Seeing the cancer as a moment in time upon reflection, not a death but a resurrection. Time stood still, we put life on pause, discovered how important family was. Strengthened our connection, deepened our love, something we can all be proud of. Life is so precious through this challenging time Give us perspective It shows us how short is this life You really gave it your all that life's not to be taken granted for An inspiration, even at your lowest Strength and courage is what you shoulders Discovered your purpose and your vision Like a diamond that's being ground down Pushed to the bottom before you were crowned Pass the test, skip death But still the clock is ticking, it's imminent ask the question to my brothers out there stressing are you just existing or are you living like truly living go on the clock is ticking ask the question are you existing or are you living like truly living
2: You're